You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number seven. Let's talk about the three tools to automate your marketing funnels that you can use even if you're not a techie person. Welcome to The Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Hey, hey, welcome to today's episode. Let's talk about the three tools that you need to automate your marketing funnels, even if you are not a techie person. And I have to say, I kind of fall into that category as well. I don't love the tech either. I've definitely learned to use it. And I am so, so grateful that we live in the time that we live. So, you know, most people, myself included, I put myself squarely in this camp, feel like a tech blocks them from moving forward with a funnel but I am here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way and you do not have to be a tech guru to make a marketing funnel work for you. Now, I went full-time in my business in January of 2012 and I'll tell you, from 2012 to now, and it hasn't even been that long, I feel like the technology has come light years in terms of ease of use, um, simplicity, um, the amount of technology that's available, the affordability of the technology. There's just so much more available now than there was back then. And that wasn't even that long ago. And, you know, I think, you know, 2009, 2008, like that was back in the dark ages when you basically had to have like a computer science degree in order to get this stuff to work. And now it's so, so simple. So, I just have to say we do live in a great time. There are a lot of really easy drag and drop um, approaches that we can take to make our marketing funnels work. And I'm going to talk about some of those today. And then there's a lot of really great integrations that make the systems work together that again, you can do with just a few clicks. Like you don't have to program anything together. I remember the first time, the first time I tried to integrate Aweber with my website. And I can't even remember what I was using. This was back in 2012. Um, I was using some some integration on my WordPress website to have an opt-in. And I swear to you, it took me like a month to figure out how to make it work. I just could not do it. So, so today when I can create a funnel, a full funnel with multiple pages, opt-ins and all sorts of stuff, uh, in, in like, you know, a couple hours and the couple hours is because I'm writing stuff out. I have to say, I am smiling from ear to ear because I remember those awful days when I was trying to figure out like, what is this code? Where does it go? I don't understand this stuff and watching YouTube videos and pretty much wanting to kill Google because I could not find what I was looking for, right? If you have ever tried to figure out the tech, I I totally have been there. Like I have been in tears just trying to figure this out. Like, why does it have to be so hard? Um, and it doesn't. I'm I'm here to tell you 100% it does not. In fact, 
if you take my uh, which marketing funnel is right for you quiz, I will give you a funnel that you can install into, into your own ClickFunnels account with three clicks. It is so easy. And then I have free training videos that walk you step by step through how to do it because I have been in those shoes of like, I just want to be able to have my PDF out there um, for an opt-in. But today we're going to talk about the three tools to automate your marketing funnels, okay? So the three tools, um, let's start off with tool number one, which is graphics. So, you know, to, to have marketing funnels, the truth is that ugly opt-in pages often work, but uh, often work better than beautifully designed ones. So I just want to put your mind at ease there. And in a, in a few episodes, I'll talk about this a little bit more, but uh, for right now, I just want to acknowledge that, you know, sometimes we do want to have some graphics on our page, or maybe you want to have a picture of yourself or something. So you need some tools to be able to do graphics. And I remember the first time I saw something that said I needed something that was like, you know, 400 pixels by 250 pixels. And I was like, huh? How do I even have what? I don't know how to do that. Um, <laughs> And, you know, luckily my husband's a photographer and we have Photoshop here, but I can't go running to him every time I need something because he's busy and I don't want to, I don't just want him all up in my business either. Um, so I had to figure out some ways that I could do the graphics on my own without having to spend a fortune, bug my husband or bang my head against my keyboard trying to figure it out. So there's three things that I want to tell you about graphics. So the first one actually came from one of my students in Build Your Funnel Bootcamp, Jen Murray. And I hope to bring her story to you soon. Jen is a super talented web designer by day. And by night, she's building this really cool business behind the scenes that I want to highlight as soon as she hasn't launched. Um, but she turned me on to this amazing website called Unsplash. It's unsplash.com. And I just have fallen in love with the photos on this page or on this site. Um, they are so cool. They're not stocky stock photography. They're easy to find and they're totally free. So that's a great place. If you're looking for photos for your landing page, which is where people go to give you their name and email address. If you're looking for photos for your email series or for a webinar or whatever you're doing, check out Unsplash because they have some really cool photos. Um, and then if you need to resize photos, PicMonkey is by far my favorite. It's P-I-C monkey, M-O-N-K-E-Y. Uh, and I'll link to all of these in today's show notes. So you can just go to uh, themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash the number seven, uh, where I'll have links to all of these. Um, so PicMonkey is by far one of my favorite tools. It is so quick, easy, and simple, which I love. And there's a free version of PicMonkey, uh, which I used for a long time now because I use them so much. I pay them, I think like 33 or $34 a year, whatever the membership amount is. It's super cheap. Um, but you can resize things super easy. You can design things if you want to. I'm not a designer, but you know, if I just need to resize something for a page on my funnel, I don't want to have to send that out to somebody, pay them to do it, wait for them to do it, get it back from them, find out it's wrong, have to send it back. Like sometimes you just need, you know, to crop it <laughs> and it just needs to be a different size. PicMonkey is my go-to tool for that. I love it so much and you will too. 
Um, and then the last tool that I'm really trying to fall in love with is Canva. I know a lot of people love Canva, um, and I'm trying to really hard because I can see the benefits to it. Um, when I had my website redesigned uh, this past year, I my designer did my new brand in Canva. So it's really easy for me to make like social media posts or whatever within Canva. She has them all set up, kind of dummy proofed for me, which is great. And um, so I can just make a copy and then update it to, you know, whatever text or whatever I want to put on there. Um, and so I love that. I would not however, be able to set that up myself. So I don't know if you're really good at design, maybe you can set those up yourself or you can work with a designer like I did who can do the behind the scenes setup and then you can use it like I do in the um, design challenge mode of just copy, make a copy and then update things. Uh, and I pay $12 a month for Canva, but there is a free version as well. So those are the three tools that I use for graphics and they really can do everything I need for, um, that I'm doing for myself. Like if I'm going to hire somebody, obviously they would have their own tools that they would use. But if I'm just DIYing something, which is a lot of times the approach I take when I'm first launching something, I don't want to overinvest in a lot of fancy design when I'm first getting something out there because I want to see if it works. Um, like Reed Hoffman from one of the co-founders of LinkedIn, he always says, you want to be embarrassed of V1 of whatever you put out there. And for a long time, I would see that and I would kind of cringe because I would go, oh, no, I don't. I want it to look good. I want it to be good. Um, but the truth is, is that, you know, I've overinvested in a lot of things in the past and that money just kind of went down the drain for no reason because nobody wanted it, it didn't work or whatever. So now I really do take that approach where I don't overinvest in things. I just um, get it out there, test it, and then if it works, then I'll invest in um, you know beautifying the design if I really want to. But so those are my go-to for graphics. All right, places for opt-ins. So a lot of times people say, okay, Michelle, you talk about click funnels all the time, and I'm gonna talk about it in this as well. Uh, but is that the only place that you can do opt-ins? And the answer is no. There's actually a lot of tools you can use for opt-ins. Um, and I've used a lot of them in the past. Uh, I'm going to talk about three today. There's way more than three. I just didn't want to overwhelm you. Um, but if you want to uh, have opt-ins, I mean, one of the first things you can do is have it on your website. So if you have a WordPress website, a Wix website, a Squarespace website, a custom design website, um, you know, you can absolutely have opt-ins on your website. The one thing I will ask you to do is if you're, you know, having opt-ins directly on your website, so if you're sending traffic to your website to opt-in, don't send the traffic straight to your homepage. Send it to a dedicated page just for that opt-in and don't have any other navigation on that on that page. Just have it be dedicated to that opt-in. Um, so if, if that's you, that's what you really want to do. Now, the pros of that is that you don't have to pay extra money for another tool or uh, hosting or anything like that because it's already included in whatever you're paying for your website. The bad part about that is that it's really, you know, stuck with the design of your website and... Um, and if you do have navigation 
on your opt-in page that's on your website, people can easily get distracted. And there are so many tests that have been run over the years that show this. That So if you have a page on your website where you're saying, hey, go here and get my PDF or my um, you know, video series or whatever, but they can go to your homepage or your about page or you know, my, your work with me page, they'll usually go do something else rather than opt in and they'll get totally sidetracked and they won't opt in and then they'll get sidetracked by something else and then you'll lose them forever. So just try to keep it really, really focused on that opt in. Also, if you're going to have them on your website, make sure you have Google Analytics hooked up so that you can really see what your traffic is, where they're going on your page, if you're, you know, what your conversion rates are, all that stuff. Because a lot of the opt-in um, tools like lead pages and click funnels, they have those built in so you can see what your conversion rates are. And that's one of the benefits of them because then you can see you know, is your opt-in working or not? And that's really important for you to know because then you know if you're speaking to the right audience. All right, the next one is lead pages. And I used to use lead pages for a long time. I stopped using them about a year and a half ago um, because I was really wanting to move more into funnels versus just standalone pages. But lead pages is great if you want to just have uh, an opt-in page and not have a full funnel. Um, and they have a lot of, uh, they used to not have a lot of designs, but now they do with their, with their broader marketplace. Um, and you know, it's really easy to run uh, tests there. So you can do a test to see which, um, design or which headline or which button copy or whatever works best. My favorite is click funnels. And the reason for that is that you can have everything that your um, people will see. So they'll go to your opt-in page and then to the next page in your funnel, which might be a thank you page, or maybe it's gonna be opting into a webinar or something, whatever, however your funnel's laid out, it'll all be in one easy to see layout. And that's why I love ClickFunnels so much and why I switched away from lead pages because when I was having to click in and out of a whole bunch of pages and lead pages, it was just so frustrating because it was hard to see at a glance what was working and what wasn't. In ClickFunnels, I can see all of that in one, I can see which pages are working really well. It gives me an all up analytics on, okay, this many people hit my opt-in page and opted in. This many people hit the next page of my funnel and took action at all the way down. So some of my funnels have, you know, six or seven pages and I can track people all the way through and see, you know, how well each step of my funnel is working. And that is really awesome. So wherever you're sending people for your opt-in, the, the number one thing you want to do is make it easy, make it straightforward, make it so apparent that that's what they're there to do is to opt in to get whatever you're giving away. All right, the third tool for your funnel is your email list or your autoresponder. You'll hear it called a bunch of stuff. And there are a lot of companies out there that um, will host your email list for you. So you can't host it on like Gmail or anything like that. Um, so the three that I'm going to talk about today are MailChimp, ConvertKit, and ActiveCampaign. So MailChimp is um, good if you're just getting started and you don't really want to spend any money on building an email list right now. 
I don't actually recommend MailChimp that much, but I know sometimes when you're just getting started and you're trying to figure out, you know, where should I invest money, all that kind of stuff. It's like you want to try out some free tools first just to see is this even going to work. And so MailChimp would be one of those. It's MailChimp is free when your list is either less than a thousand or two thousand. I can't remember. Um, and it's good for getting your feet wet with the whole process. Um, you know, it's it's a solid tool. It can be a little challenging to use. There are tons of great YouTube videos on how to use it. The bad thing is that a lot of people who have abused uh, email practices in the past have used MailChimp. And so sometimes your, your emails won't get through. They'll be marked as spam. But that's okay. You know, if you're not if you're still thinking about if this is what you want to do uh, and you're not paying for the tool, you know, just know that that's a con going in, that that's something that you'll deal with. ConvertKit is the next step up and this is such a fantastic, easy to use tool. I used it for a long time. It is great for basic email building. It has phenomenal easy, beautiful forms that you can install so easily right on your website. Like I wish that I had that when I first started out. It would have saved me so many tearful days trying to figure out uh, my previous email uh, hosting provider. Um, And also ConvertKit does a really great job of giving you easy to follow step-by-step video tutorials on how to get everything set up. It's just a really easy to use system that I highly recommend for basic email building. When you want to get a little bit more complicated, advanced, um, active campaign is what I recently switched to because I needed to do a lot more tagging and just have some more um, list email list management stuff. So you don't actually need this until you're doing more complicated funnel stuff. Um, so this is more advanced. Um, and I really like Active Campaign as well, um, but I do sometimes miss the ease and, and simplicity of ConvertKit. But with Active Campaign, I can do a lot of really cool stuff in terms of, of um, tracking what people are paying attention to, what people are interested in, and moving them between lists and between um, email campaigns. So those are the three tools that we that you really need to make your funnel work. It doesn't have to be complicated as long as you have a place for graphics and to manipulate those, a place for people to give you their email address, and a place for you to host their email address. Now let's talk shortcuts. So you may be thinking, Michelle, I really just don't even want to have to deal with these tech headaches, and that's totally fine. Um, I figured a lot of these things out early on and then I figured I really, really hated doing this stuff. And so I've done it on both sides. So a shortcut is to really just hire somebody. There are really talented technical VAs or virtual assistants who are available. Um, you know, you can get overseas VAs who are available for maybe five to $10 an hour. Um, or you can get North America VAs who are available for maybe $30 to $60 an hour to help you get things set up. I um, have had really good luck in finding people via asking friends and peers for recommendations. 
finding people in different Facebook groups, like posting a question and, and seeing who comes back really helpful. Um, I've even found some great people on Upwork um, or guru.com. And so there's some really great places where you can go to find help. And I would just say, make sure that before you move forward with somebody that you um, interview them at least and maybe get a, a recommendation or two. Um, and then another shortcut, of course, is quick click funnels. If you take my quiz and download the freebie that, um, that comes at the end of the quiz, I will give you pre-designed funnels that you can install into your 14 day free trial account with just three clicks. It's so easy. Then all you have to do is customize it for your, uh, colors, you know, your logo, and then your headline and you're off and running. Um, cause I've done a lot of the behind the scenes coding of that already. So there you go. There are some really easy ways to get your funnel up and running fast. And once you discover the power of marketing funnels to warm up your audience and help them see you as the person they want to buy from, you will wonder why you ever wasted time just randomly doing marketing. Instead, you'll know exactly how to build your tribe of committed and loyal buyers. Want to know which marketing funnel is right for you and your business? I have created a totally free and easy quiz to help you figure that out. Head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash seven. That's just the number seven. And in less than five minutes, you'll know exactly which funnel is right for you. All right, last thing here. I would love to spread this free, valuable podcast to more people just like you. So if this was valuable for you, will you take three minutes and rate the podcast in iTunes, write a review, and share the podcast with just one person who can use it? Your voice helps tremendously in showing iTunes that this podcast is worth ranking in iTunes, which helps other people find it and helps me avoid the dungeon of lost and forgotten podcasts. And when you do subscribe, be sure to take a screenshot and email it to me at michelle at michellelevans.com for your free gift. I'm giving away my mini course, The One Sentence Marketing Hook, to everyone who takes a few minutes to leave a review. So there you have it. I will see you on the next episode. 